Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. I always enjoy conversations where we get to talk with our friends around the world and how the Lord is using them to uh, to bring the good news of Jesus to so many people. Today, we get to talk with the Reverend Mark and Stephanie Raby, who served the Lord through the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod in Ethiopia. Thanks so much for joining us today, Rabies. It's good to be with you. So tell us about um, what is the work that you've been given to do in Ethiopia? Well, I was called as a theological educator. And so I serve at Makani Isu Seminary, um, which is in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Uh, I teach uh, masters, uh, bachelors, and also um, uh, PGD or postgraduate diploma students. So I teach at all three levels. Uh, I teach in a systematics department. So I usually teach uh, Lutheran confessions. How has the uh, this global pandemic, how has that affected the work that you've been doing and and, this, and affected the students at the seminary? Well, um, they closed the campus down when they uh, announced that uh, uh, they were sending students home. We had about one day to be able to uh, give them their uh, midterm exams and uh, send them on their way. So many of them have, well, all of them have gone home. Some have come back to collect some of their books, but the majority have gone home anywhere from um, here in Addis all the way to uh, two days journey by uh, public transport. And so uh, because many of them live in rural areas uh, to collect my, my midterms back from them, they've had to email them. Some have to go into town to get good internet connection. Some have not even returned them yet uh, because uh, they're having to actually snail mail them to them. Uh, we do have snail mail here in Ethiopia, just not outside of Ethiopia. So they're trying to slowly return those to us. So we lose those teaching hours and the face-to-face contact, but uh, we're able to coordinate a little bit uh, via uh, either the internet or uh, uh, we can text um, via um, Telegram, which is one of the, uh, instead of, it's the WhatsApp of Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Paint a picture for us. Help us understand the the seminary community and Addis Ababa, where you live and serve, and what that was like prior to the pandemic, and how the the pandemic has affected the community. Well, the seminary here. I mean, we've got uh, I've got colleagues from Sweden, from the United States, uh, Ethiopian uh, nationals as well, and so many of us live here on campus as well as the Stenets. Uh, there's one big row of like five international professors' homes, and then the students uh, live on campus. So we have um, a music school, we have a, uh, a, a theological seminary, and then a business and management uh, school. So there's there's a large community here of, of many students. Uh, the business and management, uh, because of their strict separation of church and state here, uh, many of them are not Christians. Some are. And so uh, Makani Yesu sees that as an outreach as well to many of them who uh, don't know Christ. And so uh, for them to be here on our turf, uh, it gives an opportunity to, to share the gospel with them. But many of our students come from all over Ethiopia. Once in a while, we'll have students from outside of Ethiopia. We currently have four from Eritrea. And then uh, when I first came four years ago, we had students from West Africa that were here from Guinea-Bissau. So it's quite a, in a sense, it can be at times an international community, but it's a tight-knit group where we try and bring in, um, I mean, you have students here who who work during the day and then come in for night classes. 
so there's quite a mix between those who live on campus and those who don't. And uh, uh, there's opportunities twice a year for us to get together and have uh, time for community day. Uh, and so it's uh, it's it's kind of sad that we don't get to be face to face with our students here in the classroom um, and have to use uh, the Internet to uh, to uh, do the one dimensional type back and forth and encourage them. Since many of the who make up the seminary community are, are international, whether students or faculty, what does the, the, the campus look like right now? Have many of the students returned home? Uh, yeah, many of the students are, uh, there's only maybe been five or 10 who have come uh, just to collect things, but it's it's empty. We have uh, uh, some of our national uh, teachers who actually were working on degrees overseas that have had to come back. Uh, my, uh, my Swedish colleague is here, uh, but uh, some of the American colleagues, because they were with a different mission organization, went back. So uh, it's, it's pretty empty. Um, uh, it's it's, it's uh, quite a different feel here. Mm-hmm. How how has this all affected uh, your day to day life? Obviously, it's a uh, you're not teaching in person right now. Um, how how does your your family life, your daily life, look different now uh, than when it did before the pandemic? Well, it seems almost uh, schedule-less, although I have more Zoom meetings. Uh, we have regular uh, Zoom uh, devotions with the East Africa team. Um, we actually uh, host uh, a worship here uh, from our house uh, and serve the uh, East Africa team every Sunday morning. Uh, the Stinets, uh, Eric uh, Stinette and I uh, uh, lead divine worship, so we're able to do that. Um, but uh, it, it, it just feels weird. I'm missing my, you know, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, set times of going off to classes and teaching and preparation and uh, in the interaction with students to have coffee during coffee break. And uh, it feels, yeah, very uh, unstructured. Um, but yet, you know, I'm going to have a lot of uh, midterms to exa- uh, to uh, review this next week. And uh, I still have my uh, MA student uh, who is regularly sending in uh, their papers so they can finish their thesis and graduate. What has it been like for for your family at home? Uh, any 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 changes, or, or have things kind of stayed the same, even with this this weird schedule? I I really feel that schedule less kind of life right now. Uh, how how has that family life at, at home been affected? Well, uh, we're uh, we homeschool and have been homeschooling, but we've also been connected to uh, Bingham Academy, which is a, a Christian school, and so the the kids play sports there. So now they don't have sports, they don't have volleyball, they don't have that basketball or soccer, and so you know they're around each other a lot, and so that can be challenging. Um, we do have our Swedish colleagues and American colleagues here, so they've got kids they can play with, but. Uh, for the first month of the pandemic, uh, they weren't allowed to leave the campus. So um, it was it was very challenging. Um, so, uh, yeah, they miss playing sports. They miss the opportunity of uh, uh, getting out a little bit more and uh, having those uh, opportunities to play sports and, and be with friends. Mm-hmm. How would you say the, the pandemic has uh, affected the local church that you partner with? Well, Makani Jesus, uh, the Ethiopian Evangelical Church, Makani um, Jesus, um, one of the first things they did was uh, they ceased worship. And uh, uh, and so many of them then uh, meet in small groups. So one of my colleagues who is a national teacher here, um, he's a pastor at the church just uh, uh, about a half mile from here. And so uh, he does a lot of phone calling. Uh, he's not always able to meet with his parishioners. So the church... Uh, 
basically had small groups until they then limited to five people. And so uh, it's been a very big challenge, uh, especially when you have churches, you know, with one or 2000 members to suddenly reduce just the small groups and then uh, even reduce down and then just get a phone call from their, their, their uh, fellow uh, Christians or uh, from their pastors. So it's, it's really affected a lot. Um, Although uh, one of my uh, Ethiopian colleagues who works uh, with the, uh, Kind of Jesus Church in the uh, youth department. Uh, he's they're still busy working, uh, trying to translate um, Sunday school materials, uh, and so they're still doing what they do. Uh, they're just uh, uh, a little more restricted in in how how big a group they can gather together. Mm-hmm. Are there any unexpected blessings that have come out of this, or anything that that? Um... That has actually been a, a good thing that has come out of this really strange time that we've all been kind of thrown into together. Well, uh, I would say uh, the blessing is, um, you know, we didn't plan on being here during summer. We were ready to go uh, for home service, but uh, we'll be together with our other colleagues on the on the street here. We have uh, Swedish neighbors um, with uh, another mission organization. So it's really uh, been a blessing to be able to um you know, organize and play sports together. Um, we play, uh, the kids get to play soccer together and, um, or football. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, my, my youngest calls it football. He doesn't call it soccer now. But, um, <laughs> right. He's adapted culturally. Uh, but uh-huh. you know, the opportunity to be together, uh, more, uh, kind of builds the community more than, than I think we did before. Uh, uh, we were regularly in each other's houses and visiting, but it's given an opportunity to, to get to know each other a little more deeper. What will be the next step for your students? Well, for some of them, uh, by the end of the month, I have to turn their grades in, and many of them have ter- turned in their papers, so they'll be able to graduate, but they won't be able to walk um, like uh, many of the uh, uh, colleges and, and uh, high schools in the U.S. They won't have graduations. Um, some of them will have until July to be able to turn in their their work, but uh, we're praying that uh, in September we'll be able to uh, invite students back on campus and uh, uh, what that will look like, I don't know, um, but uh, be able to have them back here uh, physically on campus because um, this has really been a challenge to us. Um, yeah. How can we support you? How can we pray for you in the days ahead? Well, um, we were looking forward to going back to home service uh, for the summer, and so uh, we were also looking forward to seeing family, and uh, now that's being pushed off. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be able to uh, schedule home service perhaps uh, in December. Uh, Stephanie's dad will turn 80, and so he'll have a birthday. We would like to have the opportunity to celebrate with him. Uh, He's also got Parkinson's, so um, keep him in prayer. Uh, he's in a care home, so it can be quite lonely. So the, I think the frustrations of not being able to go see our supporters and be with family and, uh, um, be able to be back in the, in the States and, and, uh, be encouraged by, uh, seeing our supporters and, and family. Uh, that would be one thing as well as continue to pray for the church here and the gospel outreach. Indeed, indeed. Well, we certainly appreciate your time today. We appreciate you sharing your story, helping us understand the Lord's work there, especially uh, serving at McKenna Yesu Seminary uh, in Addis Ababa and the the work there. Some things on hold, but still, uh, it sounds like the relationships are established there and the, the Lord's work will continue. Thank you so much, Mark and Stephanie, for being our guests on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you. It was a joy to be with you. 
You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.